Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amber. And you're listening to the AM Podcast. Okay, welcome back. We have a jam-packed episode today. We're going to talk about a couple comebacks and give a review of the 2022 K-drama Our Blues. Spoiler alert, there's a lot of spoilers in this episode. Um, But let's just jump into the episode with our K-music picks of the week. Amber, what's your K-music pick of the week? Um, so for this week, I choose, choose, I chose Espa's Life's Too Short. I really love the music video, but I really love the song and the message is amazing. You know, it's just them doing them living their best lives. So yeah, and yep, that's it. <laughs> I really like the song. <laughs> is this Melissa new? Is this new? Yeah, it's on, it's on their upcoming album that's coming, uh, I think, July, you said July 5th? Or? I think July 7th, because we're going to discuss it, but yeah. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's on their new album that's coming out. Oh, cool, cool. Well, mine is in Hyphen's song, Future Perfect, which actually just came out today. <laughs> I didn't even know that they were coming out with anything. Well, okay, no, no, it's a lie. I knew they were coming out with something because I did see like teasers, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it was coming out like today. Um, so, anyways, song came out. It's really good. I like it. It's interesting. Okay, so it just came out today, and going through like YouTube and stuff, I like to look at like reactions. I'm gonna keep this short because it's it's like getting gonna be long. But going through like reactions and stuff, I saw a couple like channels have already made videos about how oh they're losing their focus or what happened to the the vibe that they have for fever so this song has like some drill in it which i guess i like drill i'm starting to like songs that have more drill in it i think it's called i used to think well i thought it was i thought it was more like a uk i thought it was a uk thing drill music but apparently i think the uk drill music actually came from chicago drill music anyway so i'm not completely sure of like the history behind it like who where it came from but it's a newer form of music to me and I really like it and so when I heard it in this song I was like oh that's different because you really don't I can't think of any k-pop song that nowadays that has like that kind of drill beat in it so I thought it was interesting so anyways I really like this song and um I think it's interesting how I, I tend to like the songs for an hyphen that maybe other people don't like I don't know I guess it feels I feel the same way with like NCT but I'm like I don't I don't get why people don't like them because they're so good when I first heard I was like this is the song and it was just so strange to me that people are making whole long videos about how you know it's not a great song and da 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 anyways this is going on forever but basically I like the song and y'all should check it out that's it okay (laughs) so moving on um, we have a couple comebacks that we're going to talk about. Um, and the first one is J-Hope's comeback. He, well, not even a comeback. This is really more like a um, a solo debut, I guess, technically. Solo album debut. Yeah, debut. he just put out his single. And his album's coming out on the 15th. Yeah, the 15th. So. I guess I considered it a comeback because he had Hope World, but Hope World was like a mixtape and not really like, this is like an official debut. Anyway, so his single came out, which titled More. So Amber, what were your thoughts about More? Um, When I first saw it, I was completely shocked 
well I mean I was shocked because like I really wasn't sure what the like what sound he was going for this time around um I did feel like it was gonna be just like slightly darker based on like the teasers that he was putting out but I didn't know how like quote-unquote dark we were going but like I love it I love it I love it I love it and it really brought me back to like my childhood because it had like this like old school 90s rap feel in the beginning but then also had like the rock sound from I'll say like the early 2000s that I used to love listening to so yeah it just made me love it even more um also I love scrolling through like social media seeing everyone's like theories and how like the key was in the beginning and they're like oh he finally made it out the room um so I, I really, really, really love those. Mm. Uh, I think within the music video itself, though, I don't know what it is with me, but I love when they use the um, the effect of, like, things being frozen, like, mm. in the air. And I really loved it because when it finally came to J-Hope and he was, like, with the band singing, it all came, like, falling down. I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And so <laughs> I really liked it. Um, and yeah, I just really love the the dark J-Hope that we're getting because it's like slightly refreshing. I, I'm just like really living for it right now. And um, I think one last thing, I don't have this written, but I thought it was really interesting and I don't know where this is going, that he like at the end, he was boxing up the scene, like the whole, basically the whole music video sets were in the box and he was closing and I'm just like, oh, what does that mean? Where are we going with this? So I guess, I guess we'll know when more comes out, but yeah, that's all. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I guess piggybacking off of what, piggybacking, is that a word? To piggyback off of what you were just saying, I, um, I that was a, one of the things that I loved about this single. I love the whole, the, the music video concept. You get to see him opening the box and then, mm-hmm. like you said, the sets were in the box and then he closed the box. I was like, that is just perfect. And it just made me really mad that we have to wait until July 15th. Well, at this point, that's from time of recording next week. Right? So. No, wait. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just mad because I'm just like I want to hear the rest of the songs right now. (laughs) It's so good. It was just so good. The music video was just really well done, and I also like the freezing part. And I I think it makes it more dramatic. Is what I was Mm -hmm. gonna say. Like it just makes it that much more dramatic. The chorus was already like very jarring in like a good way, but like having the freeze and then like everything crashing. Yeah, I so I get what you mean. That's all I was gonna say. Um. But in terms of the song itself, I love the rap and rock fusion that he came out with. Um, And I feel like it's really different, not just for him, but I don't feel like I've heard. The only thing, and maybe I just don't listen to a whole lot of music, which is, you know, you can't listen to everything. But I think the only thing that that seems kind of close to me with that, for that, I don't know what we're trying to say, was um, Run DMC and... um, who was it? Run DMC and oh my god, was it Aerosmith? I was gonna say, wasn't it Kid Rock or am I lunching? I did they do? Rock. I feel like Kid Rock did do like a rap rock rock song with somebody. I don't remember if it was Run DMC though. Oh, I don't know. I think it was Air Walk This. Basically, Walk This Way. Whoever did Walk This Way, that's what it kind of reminded me of. But maybe because that was just so distinctly like there was a rap and then there was rock. 
<laughs> so I don't know. Maybe that's why I think that. But I think Kid Rock does. I, mean, I feel like he raps in his songs too, just in general. Okay, it was aerospace. Uh, aerosmith. Smith. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, to say I find that to say to me for me at least is a rare for me to hear these types of songs lately. Um, especially, I don't know. I feel like especially. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna say that. I just feel like this was very different from anything that I've heard from J Hope, and it's completely it's a complete opposite from Hope World. And I'm also just really excited, I guess, about this new album. And I love I, I'm loving this darker side to him also. And my favorite line in this song is where he says, "You know, my work makes me breathe, so I want more." I was like, "Yes, yes!" And this makes you even more excited for this album because it's like, "What more do you have to offer? What more are you trying to show us?" And yeah, I think that's all I was gonna say. Loved it. Anything more you want to say about J Hope? Just looking forward to. What else is to come? Ooh, and especially see him at Lollapalooza. First of all, I feel bad for all the people that made their Hope World outfits. <laughs> because oh, yeah. he really flipped the script on them. Because it's super dark now. But I'm excited. I'm excited for everything. I am too. Yeah, it made me want to go to Lollapalooza even more after seeing the scene. Because I was just like, I can just imagine like how people are going to be like going crazy during the course. But it's fine. <laughs> Can't go to everything. So, um, the next comeback that we that we're gonna talk about is Sunmi's comeback. So she had two songs come out, um, Heartburn and Childhood, but she had a music video for um, Heartburn. So I guess first of all, Amber, what are your thoughts about both of the songs? First of all, I think it's weird that she called it a single. But then, like, there's two songs. I feel like we've had this discussion before where we're like, why is it called a single if they're going to put out two songs? Did she but, get like, it with Tail? It's fine. It's fine. She could do what she wants to. Um, I like both songs. They both really gave me, like, these 70s vibes, which I really like. But it didn't feel like dated 70 vibes. Like, it's like a modern version of it. So I really like that. Um, and then I was... I really just had a question, but <laughs> for childhood, is she talking about like a love that she had when she was younger or something? Like I couldn't, I was trying to read the lyrics and I just like could not figure it out. Oh, I think so. I read the lyrics and it seems like she's talking about some love that she may have had a long time ago. And it seemed like she was reminiscing on that love. And then she was just like, you know, if we met to, again today, would I do the same things or something like that? Or would I feel the same way? Anyway, so yeah, I think she was just reminiscing on someone. Okay. In the past. I wasn't sure if there was like an obvious meaning and then like a deeper meaning. You know how it's sometimes they have words like that? So wasn't sure. But yeah, that's, that's my thoughts. I loved it all. I'm always, I feel like I'm just love her stuff in general. So, what are your thoughts? Oh, um, yeah, I was just wondering because I feel like we had a conversation when Tail came out. Cause I feel like she did the same thing with that. Like it was like a single, but it had like two songs. Mm-hmm. 
and then she came out with like the actual EP. Was was that before or after you? That was before you can't sit with us, right? Sorry, the timeline is like getting blurry for me. Yes, some of these. I believe so. Okay. Well, anyways, because I was thinking maybe that's like what the same thing. Anyways, though, so I um I agree with like I love the seventies vibe. That tends to be that lately. That tends to be like her lane lately, because I feel like her that EP she came out with and not not so much Kale and the other song she had with. I can't remember what the other song was right now, but I feel like this reminded me of something that would be on the EP she had. The one with Can't Sit With Us? Yeah. Oh. I she did I... have that Sunny song. Yeah, and that's like Borderline. Sunny. That one. <laughs> and I was also thinking of like Borderline. That was the one that's like nah, 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 nah. Mm-hmm. I was like, this this sounds like it could have been on there. Um, But it tends to be like her thing. Um, I think that's what I was going to say about both of them. Like the songs itself. I liked them. I like you said, I just tend to I, I really just like her songs in general lately. Um and I'm kind of sad. So she's going on tour, if you didn't know. Um, but we're not gonna be able to go to like any of the tour stops because we have other things going on during that time. And I'm kinda sad that we're not going, but um good I luck to gonna try to go. Which day we're gonna try to go? I thought she would go to Chicago one. I thought you said that was too much. So basically, guys, we We don't know. (laughs) We were just, we were because we're actually going somewhere else. And so we were thinking about flying to Chicago and then flying from Chicago to our actual destination. I don't know. I mean, thinking, saying it out loud, I was just like, that seems like a lot. It does. We don't know. We'll 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 know when we see the tickets and they go on sale. That's you know, normally what happens, and that's how it works with us. We're like, oh, we don't have to go, and then we're like, well, if we can get tickets, exactly. Um, but anyways, so um, that's exciting that she's going on tour. Um, and it would be nice to see. Ugh, I just want to see her live. Anyways, back to the songs. I like both of the songs. I think that's all I was gonna say. Anything more you want to say about the songs before we talk about the music video? No. Okay. What were your thoughts about the music video? Um, For Heartburn, the, sorry. <laughs> oh. The theme very much gave me, like, a Black Widow vibe because it just seemed like everyone she was with, like, all the men just ended up dying. And so mm. I just thought that was crazy. Like, she was just killing all her partners. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. He was, huh. And I was just, I was just going to say... Is that what Black Widow did? Did she, like, kill people? Kill her partners? Well, like, a Black Widow spider kills her partners after being with them. Okay, so you're not talking... <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Marvel character, Black Widow. They're... Oh. oh well, no, know? I'm talking about, like, like the spider. Okay, the actual spider. Sorry. Yeah. I was talking about the, the superhero that Scarlett Johansson plays. I was like, how does it remind you of Black Widow? Oh. Yeah. No. Okay, I don't sorry. even know who that is. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I don't really watch Marvel. But yeah, it just reminded yeah, it just gave me that like spider vice. And I also think there was like uh whatever. I also think it was like a true crime lady person that like mm. also killed her partners and they called her like the black widow killer or something like that. Anywho. Mm. 
I might be wrong about that, but I feel like I heard that somewhere. Um, so it gave me that vibe, and then also back with the seventies thing, very flower child, free spirit, free spirited. Love the long hair. It's just. You know, every concept looks good on her. Like, I haven't seen a concept yet where I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have done that. Because I feel like there's been some other groups where I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not for you. But with her, it's just like, she makes it work no matter what. And I really like it. And yeah, so I just really just loved all her concepts and especially this one. Um, And I'm looking forward to seeing what other videos she puts out. And that's all. Um, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I guess I could see, I was trying to figure out, I guess that was my question for this video. I mean, I, well, okay, well, first of all, I, I thought it was a gorgeous music video, and I thought the colors were gorgeous, I thought she looked gorgeous with the red hair and the freckles, I was like, ooh, that's different, I haven't seen her with red hair, um, and so, and I also, like, I mean, this one has nothing to do with, like, this storyline, but I just like the diversity of the men in the video, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I know they all die, but... I just thought it was nice that she included different ethnicities. And I don't know, it, it made me wonder where this was even shot. It, I don't know if it was like in the US or another country or if it was in Korea. I don't remember her, like, I don't remember news of her being here in the US mm-hmm. lately. Because usually when they're like here for some event, that's when they'll like, you know, do music videos and stuff. And so, like, you kind of know like oh they were here in LA for this so it makes sense that she they would have made a music video while they were here anyways I was just wondering that like where this was shot because it was the setting was the settings were really pretty and there's such a diversity of men I don't know she could have did it here and she just flew because I know sometimes they'll just like fly to different locations but to me it would make sense for her to like stay on like the other side of the world because there's really pretty places like like maybe she could have gone to i would say england maybe but like because like you know there's like because she was in a few like old kind of architecture so there's a good amount of that over there and probably it's closer to korea than the united states but not me trying to get this logistically figured out in my head <laughs> i was with you i was like yeah, yeah that makes sense but who knows okay um, but yeah, my question was like, why do all the men start to die her music videos lately? Because she killed someone in tail, and then you can't sit with us. The guy was was technically dead; he was a yeah, zombie. <laughs> and so I'm like, what is what does this mean? I'm just like, what does this mean? Like, am I missing something? Okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out why all the better dying in her music videos. <laughs> I think the only guy who didn't die in this music video was the dancers. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know if it was a rhetorical question or just like a question to be answered, but I don't know. But also thinking about what you were saying about Black Widow. Sorry, when you wrote that, I was like, I don't see Scarlett Johansson in this. <laughs> <laughs> two different Black Widows. <laughs> At least I think that's called the Black Widow Spider. I mean, I okay. I mean, there is a spider called Black Widow Spider, and so, but and when you saying that, maybe that's the concept that she's going for, where like you know, a spider, the spider who kills after each partner or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that would make sense. Um. 
Anything more you wanted to say? Nope. About Sunni? Okay. All right. Well, those were our comebacks. Um, well, I don't know if J-Pops was a co- Okay, moving on. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about, um, give a review of our blues. Um, and again, like I said earlier, this is a spoiler alert again, that we're going to be talking about pretty much a lot of what happened in the review or in the drama. So just want to let you know that. Um, a quick synopsis before we get into our review. This um, series revolves around the sweet and bitter life of people standing at the end, climax, or beginning of life and depicts their stories in an omnibus format against the backdrop of Jeju Island. So, you know, one of the things that we like to do is, you know, let you guys know whether or not we would recommend this to you before we get into the review, I guess. So, um, our first question is, would we recommend? And for me, I definitely would recommend it. Um, Amber? Uh, absolutely. Uh, especially if you like the slice of life genre, which I I freaking love it so much. It's one of the better ones that I've seen because it's a little more because I feel like sometimes with the slice of life, they tend to like a little bit like over dramatize it at times. But this one was very much lifelike. So yeah, so definitely recommend it. Okay. Um, so next we're going to talk about what we loved about the drama. So for me, I just think overall, and I guess this goes into also part of like why I would recommend it, but I just love how the drama reflects on different topics and people that are usually overlooked in society. Or, and I don't really know about, okay, maybe I don't know about society, but I feel like at least in dramas, like a lot of the different people that were talked about, like the fishermen and the Henios, I think is how you pronounce it. Um, like, I don't remember ever seeing, I mean, I haven't seen too many dramas in my lifetime as yet, but I don't really remember seeing any dramas where they're like the central figures, like the people who work in the fish markets, the people who, um, I already mentioned the Henios, um, but like, like those types of people. And even like um, the the storyline with the the young Gok and her disabled sister, her sister with dis- with a disability, I guess. Like you don't really see them as central figures in dramas, at least not the ones that I've seen really. So I thought that was very interesting, and it's one of the reasons why I would recommend it. And it's also what I loved about it. Amber, what about you? Yeah, that was one of my things that I loved about it was that it did touch on like the sensitive topics that most people just kind of want to like look over. And it also made me wonder if like in Korea, that stuff is more like frowned upon. Well, I feel like even here in the United States, people still frown upon it. But I feel like I've seen so many shows where like they talk about like teen pregnancy like we have like teen mom and Mm -hmm. like on tlc i watch unexpected which is about teen parents Hmm. um and then we also have shows here that um because um young oak sister has down syndrome and like we've had a show here that just just followed the lives of 
not children, they're adults, adults with Down syndrome and their lives and what they face. And so I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like it's in the spotlight a little more here. And so it just made me wonder if in Korea, it's a little different just because of the way that some of the characters were acting about it. Um, especially okay, okay. I'm about to go into a scene, but especially the part where like they were at the restaurant and the little boy was making fun of her, and like the parents weren't doing anything. So it made me wonder if it was like more frowned upon there, or just not often seen. But I also wonder if it maybe just wasn't often seen in like Jeju, and because like I mm. guess that's it's not like Seoul or anything. It's not like a major city. So I don't know if that changes, but again, I don't live in Korea and I'm not from Korea. So I really don't know these things. So that's why it's just like wonders. Um, But I do like the fact that they did touch on like the teen pregnancy. They even slightly touched on abortion as well. And um, domestic violence also. Like there's just a lot of things that like, yeah. That you don't often see well I don't know domestic violence and abuse you do see a good amount of that in other dramas but it's just like all in one place and it was it felt very like educational kind of mm-hmm. and not so much like just a piece of a story that's just like there to add drama to it like so I really like that about the drama um I also love how real and believable the drama was kind of like I mentioned before like the slice of life it really lean towards more like the life side rather than the drama side so I really like that and I like how yes this drama was split up in multiple different stories but it still felt very cohesive and so that's what I loved about the drama okay I just wanted to say like one last thing because I I was honestly sitting here trying to figure out which storyline had the domestic violence and then it was the the guy right and his wife Yes, the the guy, <laughs> the the <laughs> banker. Yeah, the banker and his wife, and I think, and that's, and that's, and I guess, I will say that I do like that. Normally, I feel like in dramas we see domestic violence from like the woman's perspective, and mm-hmm. usually she's the one, like the the victim in situation. So it was really interesting. I mean, it's sad, but I mean, yeah. it's sad, but it was interesting to see it from like a guy's the guy's perspective or the husband's perspective yeah and how it affects can affect men too so that was an interesting take on on it and I feel like that part is probably more overlooked when people talk about domestic violence Mm -hmm. um I don't know but okay sorry I just wanted to add that because I was just like what part was that but then I just remembered yeah also, I don't know if we should have done a trigger warning, but like trigger warning, <laughs> sorry oh. about that. Yeah, sorry. So now we're going to talk about what we didn't like about the drama. Um, For me, I don't know, I feel like I always say this with these types of dramas, but I mean, and it's probably, this is probably something I'm going to say later on too, but I thought it was just a little bit slow. It took me a while to finish it, Um, but I think that's just expected with these types of I don't know, slice of life dramas, as you called them. That's one thing I didn't really like about it. I think I tend to move faster through, I don't know, maybe it's just my preference too, because I tend to move really fast through dramas that are more like, it's more like centralized around um, 
I don't know, like a romance between two people or something like that. I tend to go through those like pretty quickly because I want to know what's next. I want to know how their relationship progresses. But these that are like very structured, like storylines, I'm just kind of like, okay, this is this is the this is the end of this one. I'm gonna move on to something else and then come back to it because I feel like it's kind of resolved. I don't know. So it's, and I don't know. Maybe so. Maybe it's just my preference. But I thought it was just a little slow. But that was it. What about you? Um, so there wasn't much I did like about it because I really love this drama, but I will say I was really mad that they had Kong Oktang die in the last episode, and that was the grandmother that had cancer. Um, I knew it was gonna happen, but it still sucked, and I feel like I can't remember it was the last show that we watched. Um. Hometown cha-cha-cha. That happened to, like, the grandma, too. And I was just like, why did you wait so long? Why is she dying at the end? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I didn't like it. Because I was in here like, is she really about to, oh, this is what we're doing. Like, it's literally the end of the series. And this is what's happening? Okay. So that's, like, the only thing I didn't like. But, like, it's also, like, you already knew it was going to happen. But I still didn't like it. It just sucked. So, yeah, that's the only thing I didn't like. I think you just don't like the characters dying. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you just don't like the characters dying. Well, I'm don't nobody judge me when I say this. But I was kinda happy when um uh what was his name? Judante from Penthouse oh. when he died. I was real happy when that man was out. Goodbye, sir. <laughs> well maybe I meant like old people and old people die. Cause I felt like we all knew she was gonna die. Yeah, but like it made sense that they waited. I mean, they're literally her and her son's relationship things or story was at the end of the series, so she couldn't die before they did the relationship. Like, which would be fine. I just hated that they waited. So, like, I don't know. Maybe if their story was like a little bit like further in, it just Mm -hmm. I don't know because like at the point where she died, I was like, this is how it's gonna end. It's gonna end on a sad note. I mean, later we find that really doesn't and on a sad note they like lighten the mood at the end of it but when it happened I was like what the heck no so that's all okay well um so now I guess we'll go into how we felt about the characters from the development the role they played and their their personality just in general I guess um so Emma what are your thoughts I thought the characters were well-developed and written. Um, I enjoyed watching each character, like, grow through their, like, issues or struggles or situations. And, like, I don't feel like anyone ever, like, re- like regressed. I guess that's the right word. They they just move forward and able to mature and become better people at the end of it. Um, and I also loved how every character had a role or purpose and keeping the story going. And you can really tell that um, Jung Eun-hui was a person in like everyone's life on the island and she was like really important. And I really think she's like the one character that really tied the entire story together because she was literally in everyone's story. Like there was not one time when she was missing from a story. And it's kind of like what Park Ji Hwan said like he had mentioned how she's like 
the pillar of the town and if something were to happen to her she would to like go away like everything would just come crumbling down and so it really showed like how important she was to the storyline which you really felt through watching the whole like the whole thing um and then I really just wanted to mention that there were like two characters that really stood out to me throughout this whole thing well like a lot of characters stood out but like these were like the two that like I was like oh my god I love um so I would say it was Lee Lee Dong Suk um so he was the guy if you don't know names and you watch this he was the guy who sold the goods um out of his truck and I love how at first I thought he was just gonna be like a mean character with like a very short temper that was just like mean to everyone but you Mm -hmm. just kind of find out throughout the whole drama that's just that's not how he is he's actually a softy he really cares about people but just because of the life that he had to deal with in growing up he just kind of had to always have this like tough exterior so yeah I feel like he was one of the ones that I saw kind of I wouldn't say he grew from it all but I feel like he kind of like slowly you could see like you know his shell cracking you could really see who he was um and then the second one that I really liked that um stuck out to me was Park Jung Jun. he was the captain that took the Hanyo out um to sea to catch yeah to the mouth to see um, I loved how determined he was in his love for Lin Young Oak like he would like no matter how much she tried to push him away he was like nah you with me and like even when he was like oh like even when he knew that maybe his parents wouldn't like her he still was like yeah I want to get married to you even when she was like I don't want to get married he was like I'm marrying you and I just thought it was so sweet and even when he found out that her sister had down syndrome he was shocked at first I'm not gonna lie but he still stuck around he was just a little taken back and he was like okay I get it now so let me let me do what I need to do to get back on her good side (laughs) so I just really like that so yep that's why I had to say um, well, Alan, I just want to agree with you about, you know, I thought they were well-developed. I think the two characters, well, the one, one of the characters, um, that you had mentioned, I also really liked, and it was Park Chong, Chong Jun. I really liked his character as well. He just seemed, he seemed like, a, like, Yunvi, I definitely agree that she was definitely a pillar of the community. And I remember watching, when I was watching her, um, her storyline with, Miran, her friend, mm-hmm. um, I kind of felt bad for her in that, and I guess Hansu, because I felt, because at first I was like, you know, well, she doesn't have, like, a family, she doesn't have, like, a husband or kids or any, or, like, or a partner or whatever with kids, and, but when you, but when you really think about it, like, she takes care of pretty much everyone in the community, and those are, like, her family members, mm-hmm. and, um, and I don't know why. And I felt so silly for like even thinking that she was missing out on something because she's really not missing on anything because she had people staying with her, people that she took care of, and then she was taking care of them and making sure that they were okay. And like, like she's good. Um, so I don't know. I just thought um, she played a really. Imp- I just want. I just. I guess wanted to agree. She played a, a really important role in the community, um, and she had a lot of people who cared about her. So, um, yeah, but with Park Jong Jun, I just like, I mean, he just seemed very like, I just like how straightforward, I guess he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he was determined in like, in like, 
determined in um he just said it sorry his love for <laughs> yeah and his love for young oak and like making sure that he that she knew that he wasn't going anywhere but i just felt like also he was just a really good like friend like he wasn't yeah. very pushy or whatever because I, I know he used to he hung out a lot with um dong Sook, um uh when no one else i feel like he and dong Sook were the closest like in terms of Dung Sook's like relationships with the with other guys on the island, I felt like him he and him were like the closest. And I don't know if part of that is because I feel like Jung Jun didn't really talk a whole lot. Mm-hmm. He was a I feel like he was just a very good listener and he gave good advice when people when asked about it. Like I don't know, he just seemed very steady. And mm-hmm. I think I just really appreciated that. Like he just seemed simple, but like not in a bad way simple in that you know he's doesn't he's not like sneaky or sly or like I don't know I just really like that about him I don't know that I don't know if if that was clear but yeah um, okay (laughs) or at least to me maybe because I watched the drama so I actually know what you're saying okay yeah (laughs) like he just seemed like a simple like country guy who was very content and very happy with where he was in life and very like I'm gonna marry her and I'm gonna do this and that's just it like he didn't like he wasn't greedy like I felt like the banker Hansu he was like pretty he was like pretty greedy in my I mean okay I'm not gonna talk about that because because I don't even know if that's accurate because he was greedy but he was greedy for like a good reason um so I guess that's that that's sort of different but um closing out my uh what I was gonna say I just I liked him <laughs> that's all <laughs> Um, oh, and I guess, because I guess the two characters that you mentioned were also the two that really stood out to me also, <laughs> so, like, but I did think that Dong Sung, Lee Dong Sung also had the most drastic change in development, in my opinion, and I don't know if it's because, like we said earlier, his relationship with his mom took place at the end, literally at the end of the series, yeah. so for the majority of the series, he did seem like a meanie, like, he did seem like... He didn't want to be bothered, and part of the reason, part of the time, I was like, "Why are you even here on this island? You should have just stayed in Seoul. If you're gonna, if you don't like anyone, if you don't want to be around your mom, you don't want to be around these people. Why are you even here?" But um, he, but towards by the end, you know, he seemed you saw him. Okay, well, honestly, I feel like it was when he's when the uh, Mina Son. <laughs> I called her by her name. <laughs> Sona Min Sona. I think that's it. Okay, it's, I think that's her day. It is. It's Minsona. Okay, I feel like when when she started getting into the storyline, I feel like we started seeing a little bit more of the human aspect of him. Like, oh, he does. He's not just like this cold-hearted like person who wants to be cut off from everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, and then we also see him like he was nice to some to to the people like throughout like towards the end. But anyways, I guess my point is he went through a big change and that's all I was going to say. Okay. Anything more you wanted to say? Just one more thing about Dunsuk. He also, isn't he like the, I could be mistaken, but is he the only character that had like two storylines? Because he had that moment with Sona and then he mm-hmm. also had that moment at the end with his mom. Well, you he also had the storyline with her best friend, and with um the banker that's right so it's just those two i think so i can't hmm. think of anyone else that's interesting sorry i just thought that was interesting just popped in my head hmm. that's all though 
Oh wait, no, one more. Wait, no, that's it. Nope, I'm done. We go to one. <laughs> okay, you sure? Yeah. All right. I feel like we kind of already started talking about this. It's hard <laughs> to talk about. Okay, well, so next section or part of our review is that we're going to talk about our opinion on the relationships. But honestly, we already started talking about this because it's hard to. It's difficult to talk about the drama without mentioning the relationships because that's what the whole drama was really based on the relationships with each other um but I guess um for me something that was interesting in the drama to me is that I loved how like with each relationship there was a resolution at the end of each of their like two three episodes I guess um I just felt like there wasn't anything that I was yearning to know more about like with Yoon Fi and the and the banker I think his name is Han Tzu I don't know but anyways with the banker like at the end of their like section like he goes back to wherever he came from outside of Jeju with his family and um his daughter comes back from overseas being overseas and they he basically got in his head that you know she doesn't need to <sighs> How do I say this? Because they were pretty miserable overseas, basically. Yeah, super miserable. And for some reason, I felt like, well, I guess part of it was that he felt like he would have been a bad father if he didn't do everything that he could to help her make what he thought were her dreams come true or happen, I guess. But it was also breaking, like literally breaking their banks and breaking, like they were going, they were going broke yeah. doing this. So it's like, at what point isn't enough and so anyways at the end they um she came back from and things seemed to be getting better and there was a resolution I guess that's all I was gonna say I saw to say there's a resolution at the end of that like it did I didn't I wasn't like oh is something else gonna happen like no like I feel like I kind of knew it was gonna happen um and there are other examples I guess with the other characters where the same thing happened Anyways, um, and I also thought that each character was, how did we already mention this? How am I going to mention this again? But I guess the new part that I'll mention is that I thought, I did think it was interesting how even the characters who weren't from Jeju, like Miran and um, Hansu, they still had like a connection to not just that they had a connection to the people on Jeju but I thought it was interesting that when they came back and they like kind of resolved their issues which you kind of talked about already earlier resolved their issues on Jeju like it made them better people mm-hmm. for even when they left Jeju and they still like we saw later in the like pretty much the end the last episode that they still came back to visit them on the island I just thought that was interesting because I don't I don't feel like I've seen that a lot in dramas like usually when people leave their hometown they just leave I don't know (laughs) but and then they don't necessarily I don't know that they necessarily leave like better I just felt like they had something going on in their life they came to Jeju they figured out they some whatever was wrong with them they became better people as a result of whatever they went through on Jeju and so I thought that was interesting. Um, yeah, and I think that's all I was. That's just, those were my thoughts. What about you, Amber? Um, 
I love the way these relationships were written and you felt like the closeness of the community, which I feel like I like any drama that really has like a community aspects where everyone's like really close. Cause that's also one thing I really love about um, hometown cha-cha-cha. I think I might've even mentioned that when we reviewed it, but, <laughs> but I just really loved how close knit the community community was and how they were, they were all dependent on each other, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like one sided or like toxic. It was like a mutual dependency, which kind of kept the town and just like how just kept it all running, which was really necessary. So I really liked that. Um, I think, one relationship that really stuck out to me was the friendship between Hyun Chun Hui and Kang Ok Dong. Um, I thought that was so precious, um, which I feel like you don't often see relationships in depth like that. Like this one, like a like a relationship that has lasted so long to the point that like they were older and you could tell they still had like a strong bond and I just thought that was just like so nice because it's just like oh like you see like I don't know I just feel like we only see that in k-dramas like a glimpse of it and majority of the time like the big friendships are focused on like the younger characters within it so this was nice Mm -hmm. to see some highlight on the older characters like I don't know I feel like this drama has like a little bit of something for everyone no matter how old you are how young you are it just it just made sense um and then another thing with the relationship I wish I could have seen a little more of the relationship between um Park Ki Joon which is the brother of the captain and Byul Yi I think that's how you say her name um she's the one that sold coffee in the market and she was I don't know if she was half if she was fully I think she was deaf I think she was deaf okay I, was, I couldn't tell if she was, like, partially deaf or fully deaf, but yes. Um, I wish I could have seen their relationship blossom a little more. Like, did they end up together? Because even at the end, when they were at the competition, she still was, like, trying to play hard to get. And so I just wanted to know if they ended up together because I thought they'd be so cute. Um, and, yeah, so that's just how I felt about the relationships. Okay. Well, now we're going to move into um, what we thought about the storyline. Um, what did you think about the storyline, such as the progression or the pace or other thoughts in general? Um, I thought the storyline was great. I don't know. I just really love this drama. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, I just really love it. Um, and I love how it had like a perfect balance between happiness and sadness. I feel like there's not a lot of dramas that can do that. Like sometimes when you watch dramas, it's like, Ooh, this is really heavy and they might throw a little bit of like comedy in there to lighten it up but you just still feel the heaviness but this one it really did a good job at keeping a balance and I don't know if that's because like you know I feel like I mentioned this earlier where like you you saw like everyone go through their journey and you saw how they matured from it and you and Melissa mentioned how there was always a resolution at the end of it so I feel like there was a majority of the time there was like a happy resolution at the end. Sometimes it wasn't a good one, but I mean, a good one or like it was just a really sad one, but it was like a nice balance. And that's something that I really appreciated. Um, also, I never skimped through any of this, any of this drama at all. Oh, I was wow. like watching it from beginning to end. Um if you listen to one of our older ones, I have said this about another show. And like often I tend to just like fast forward through things because I'm like, I need to know what happens. I don't have time to sit here and listen to the dialogue. What happens? I'm bored. 
I never felt like this watching this show. And I just really love just to me. I mean, this is probably where Melissa and I disagree. But I felt like it was like a perfect pace for the show. Like, I felt like nothing dragged on. It wasn't slow to me. But I don't know. I liked it. Um, And then I felt like with the multiple stories, you never got lost in the storyline, which I feel like sometimes happens. Because sometimes when people try to do this, like, fancy multiple storylines happening at once or multiple storylines throughout the whole thing, I'm like, okay, but wait, who's who? Like, why is this happening? What's going on? But they did very good at, like, saying this relationship we're focusing on. Yes, there's going to be other characters and you may see parts of their story, but you'll know that this is the part that's being highlighted at this moment. And I really love that about this drama. And yep, that's all I had to say about the storyline. Um, yeah, I did mention earlier, I did think it was kind of slow. Um, but I do agree that um, each storyline um did connect to the other and like you said kind of overlapped a little bit into each other's um but it wasn't confusing and I and I also I kind of I mean typically I skip the intro for like every show I watch <laughs> on Netflix but I do like how I did like how in the intro whoever was being focused on in like that episode they played like a montage sort of kind of I think part of it was like animated, but they played a montage of the characters that are going to be focused on in that specific episode. So I thought that was nice. Not only anything to do with the episode itself, but I just thought that was really nice that they the and chose the writers or not the writers the um I don't know the people behind the scenes chose the crew <laughs> the attention to detail that they took um so that the watcher or the viewer so that the viewer isn't like confused about what's going on um. So, yeah, I mean, you pretty much said everything else that uh, I would have said. So, yeah. Okay, moving on to our favorite scenes. Um, I have a few. So, I really liked when the young couple, Yongju and Kyun, um, decided to keep their baby. And they were, like, in the rain. And it was all slow-mo. And they were all happy. I was like, oh, my God. Because I was getting real nervous for a second. Mm-hmm. I really thought they were going to go through with the um, the abortion. Well, I know from, from the beginning, by the way, like, I don't even, I didn't mention him earlier, but Hyun, um, his full name, Jungkyun, I guess is his full name. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is a, I feel like he's, I mean, hopefully, I mean, they're, they're still young, so, you know, you don't know what's going to happen in the future. But <laughs> In the moment, he's just a really seems like a really great guy. Like, yeah. if there was anybody she could have a baby with, I'm, I'm I was just so glad that it was him, a guy mm-hmm. like him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, was just, he was just so excited from the beginning. Well, I think he was nervous. I think they were both really nervous, but eventually they they were both just like he was. He was the one who really wanted to keep the baby from the beginning. She was the one who was like, you know, this is gonna mess up my schooling and da da da. Just want to get rid of it. And um, we had mentioned kind of earlier that, like, it seems like teen pregnancy is kind of a taboo topic, I guess, in Korea. So it kind of is here, too. But, like, we have shows here. And we had, I feel like, like you said, it's highlighted here more. So I guess I don't feel that it's as taboo here for us because there's like literally shows about it and there mm-hmm. are a lot of teen moms and like they're all over social media too 
well maybe not all over but i know that there's some like teen moms who have like youtube channels yeah document their journey as a teen mom anyways so but but the way that they reacted in this drama to young the character how the characters reacted to her pregnancy it just made it seem like it was like a terrible thing like really really terrible like you might as well just i don't know do something else i don't know but um so anyways i but anyway so that was one scene that i did like when they were in the rain i think it was the rain and just the fact that they're (laughs) keeping the baby and it just made me like really happy the other one this um so this was i can't remember if this was the same episode or probably the next episode i don't know but basically i like the part when Jung Jung Kyung's father, who's um Inguan, Jung Inguan, he had had a breakdown in like his um factory, I guess, or wherever he made his sundae, and he was just like crying, like you know, this was after they had like the big fight, um, where his son like did he kick him or push him? I think he pushed him in the street or something. That was that was that was a lot. It was, and, and then he had a breakdown in the and he was like, you know, what did I do? You know, I, I tried to do everything to be a good father to you. You know, I used to be a gangster. And he was just, like, pouring his heart out. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this is just, it was so emotional. And then, and then he came behind his father. And he, like, hugged him and comforted him. And then it was just, it was just, like, wow. Like, that was just, I don't know. Just I just feel like that was the first time that I really saw Inguan in particular, like, really vulnerable because I feel like throughout he had just he really gave off this very tough guy. I mean he he plays he plays a gangster character really well. Mm-hmm. I could see him being like a gangster in a drama because that's literally how he felt to me. Um, and it's just like that was the first time I saw him like really really vulnerable, and it was just it was just it was very emotional. There's so many emotional moments. Um, so that was the second one, and the third one. Oh, this one broke me. I think I cried this entire episode. I don't know why. It was just a lot for me. I don't know. I guess because... Okay, so the third one is basically when Jungkook saw all the drawings that her sister did. So mm. Jungjun had put uh, the, uh, the sister's pictures all over his, like... Um, not trailer. I don't know what it was called. RV? Bus. Yeah, I guess a bus. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was literally a bus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so all around this bus... And she just like looked at them all. She started crying, and it was just so. I think it was so. It was kind of sad because the whole time, I don't know. I just I think I cried that episode because I can't even imagine what it must have been like to lose your parents at twelve and having to take care of your disabled sister literally for the rest of her life. She's going to take care of her, and it made sense as to why she kept going far further out and wanting to dive longer and to get as many as she, uh, I think they were fishing for like abalones, to get as many of those as possible because she needed money to take care of her sister. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh my God, like she's only 38 and like they still have like years together. Like, I don't know, she's basically taking care of a child, like her own child. And she's been doing it really since she was 12. And I don't know, I think maybe the, that burden of responsibility just got to me because it's like, I can barely take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But these are, like, people's, like, real lives. And just, like, I don't know. Like, it just, it just got to me. But then not just that. It's not why. I, also why I cry. But I just, I think this part, this scene for me was just, like, really emotional. Because throughout this episode, or throughout their storyline, she just, Young Oak just always seemed kind of, like, 
she made it seem like her sister was such a burden and like her sister's been telling her you know oh I'm an artist you know I can draw like our parents can and she was just like oh no you can't and she was just basically like it seemed like she just wanted to get rid of her honestly the whole time she was there in Jeju and I feel like when she saw those pictures um I I, I wonder I was just wondering and she kind of alluded to it but I feel like she was crying because she um realized how bad of a sister she probably had seemed during that week there Mm -hmm. um because she even said like she when she asked her sister you know how did you become so good at drawing and she said that she just started drawing whenever she thought of was thinking of young girl because she missed her so much and it's like it's sad to think about because it's like she became like a great artist because she missed you because you didn't want to talk to her and you didn't want to like you didn't really show that kind of sisterly affection that she wanted I guess so that part was sad but I liked it it was my favorite scene because Mm -hmm. it was like the realization was like all coming to her at once and those pictures were amazing because because I was really wanting to see the pictures I hate when they did this I hate when they like gave you like a teaser of what was to come in the mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and then you have to wait like two episodes to actually see what they were looking at or to I don't know that that kind of made me upset because I'm just like can we just get to it <laughs> but so I guess I should actually have gone under things I didn't like about the show but it only happened like twice um for me but yeah it was when I can't remember what the sister's the sister's name was, but it was when she was showing the captain her pictures, and like we couldn't see what he was seeing, but we saw that he was impressed, and I mm-hmm. wanted to see what he was seeing. Um, but anyway, so that's that's kind of okay. That's kind of I kind of went on the tangent with that one, but that's like that scene, and then the last scene that I had, um, I just like the whole episode, which is not really a scene. When Dong Sok was taking his mom on that trip through like her memories, I guess, like taking her back to where she grew up, and um, I still don't know why they went to the memorial service. Like, what was the purpose? I don't know. Um, but I just like that they went on that trip together, I guess, and that, and I also liked that she wasn't actually dead when he came back down from the mountain. Yeah. Because I really thought she had died in that cafe. I was like, no, she has to see the snow-covered lake. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm so glad she wasn't dead. I was like, oh, thank goodness. Um, but yeah, that was that that whole episode was just nice because you could see them starting to bond again, or bond in general. They never bonded in in the first place, so they were bonding. That's it. That's all I was gonna say. Um, so I just want to mention on the last, the last one that you just talked about with his mom, girl, when she was in that cafe, let me tell you, hold on, sometimes I get really anxious about some of these things, so I had to pause it, and I just, like, you know, fast forward just a little to see if she lifts her head up or something. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't take it. I was like, I can't take this. I have to, I have to just see. I just have to see if she's okay. And then when she was, I was like, oh, okay, I can finish watching this. (laughs) And I I also, oh, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say, like, I get it because there were a few times during that trip where she like knocked out. I was like, oh my god, did she die in the car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I'd be so worried. Um, and then also I wanted to go back to you talking about um Yongok. And I was wondering if 
like it's kind of her character to me was weird when it came to her sister because I do feel like she really loved her like she would like even with okay I had mentioned the whole like she got in a fight like they the little boy was breaking in front of her in the restaurant and I was like even then she was still there to protect her sister where I feel like if she really didn't care she wouldn't have said anything or whatever so I don't know with her character it was kind of like I was like dang how can you treat your sister this way but then I was also like I guess I could understand too why she might have felt like some sort of resentment towards her sister because she couldn't really live her life like it's like I guess like in like someone that doesn't have a sister with Down syndrome or doesn't have that responsibility of taking care of them would have and just kind of like you were mentioning like I, I, I barely take care of myself how can I take care of somebody else like I still be like mom I need help with my insurance mom can you help me like with this like I couldn't imagine having to not only take care of me and someone else so yeah that's all I want to say about that but moving on to my favorite scenes I also have a few so I'm gonna try to go through these <laughs> but one of my favorite scenes was when um the high school couple Youngju and um Jung well I guess that's his last name whatever those two, the high schoolers, um, when they were allowed to stay in school because their classmates, like, agreed to it and they were, like, rooting for them, I feel like that's so nice because, like, the adults were like, no, you need to go, like, y'all aren't allowed to be here, you guys were the president and vice president and you guys are supposed to be the perfect example and what example are you going to show? Well, all the kids were like, we don't care, let them do <laughs> let them be great. I was just wondering if that's more of like a cult, and I, you know, I, and I was wondering if that's like a more of a generational thing, maybe because the kids, like you said, like here, like people like our age, like they we like even growing up, you know, we had like teen mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if it's a cultural, a generational thing, and also I wonder like if they had said no, their storyline probably would have turned out a lot differently and not as happy is what I was True. thinking. But anyway, sorry, didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah yeah it could be you're right because you and I we went to school like there were some people in high school that like were pregnant pregnant and I feel like there was one time when I even saw someone bring their kids to school with them Hmm. I feel like that happened but I feel it was like only for like a few classes or something and then someone can pick them up but it might be like a generational or even just like a cultural or like area thing because like who knows that like maybe in Jeju that like people would not be okay with that but somewhere else they might have been okay with that in Korea but you know I also know that here in the United States is really going to tangent I'm very sorry but I also know that there's there's you there's some school I even think they actually I could be wrong because I feel like they also mentioned it in the show and you can correct me if I'm wrong but there are schools that are meant just for teen parents like hmm. they can go to school and they really focus on like just teen moms and like I don't know how the curriculum works but there's like schools that are just for that I know I can't remember they mentioned it in the show but I know here in the United States there is because I saw it on I used to be obsessed with teen mom so I saw someone talk about it on teen mom so they had that but okay yeah I just really like that um scene because I was like yes for your classmates for sticking up for you guys and it also showed that like they're just like amazing people 
you know they're like you can show just how nice they are and even though she was kind of mean but (laughs) she was still kind she was nice like he saw the sweet side of her and so that made you even love I don't know I just love them so much and and they brought their parents back together like their dads I was like ah okay anyways sorry fangirling over this whole thing like their their storyline was one of my favorites um so the next thing I wanted to say was it's not a happy scene, but I feel like it was just like a moment well done um, when they were giving, okay. When they were giving a visualization to what depression was like for men. Um, I feel like it was the first time I've seen like a visualization of it paired with like the description because normally in these shows they're like oh yeah they have depression and they feel this way but to actually like see what she experiences it was like oh like wow okay I get it like it really hits you a little more um and so yeah I just like kudos to is it is it the writers I don't know who comes up with I guess I'm where you are (laughs) like is it the writers that do this or is it like the director but like just the team the the behind the scenes people like you said (laughs) kudos to them like shout out to you guys because they did so well at visualizing it it made me realize just like oh wow she's really going through it because like I could not imagine being somewhere and then just all of a sudden like everything shuts down and you're just like oh okay so yeah I think they did really good with that um Another okay, okay. Well, see that another scene that I really liked was when all the fishermen, or I don't know if it was all the fishermen or just people that had boats, um, when they all shone their lights so that um, Chun Hui's granddaughter um, Unji could see the one hundred moons that her dad told her about, so that she could wish for him to get better. I was just like, oh, that was so sweet. Because I was like, what are these hundred moons? What is she talking about? And I was like, why are they calling to get boats to come out? I was like, are they trying to take them out to the sea so they can see a moon? Like, what's happening? And then when they finally got to to the hill, I was like, those are the moons. It's all the boats lit up at night. I was like, I love it. I love it. I thought it was so sweet. And then, like, her dad actually recovered. So, like, I know that made her happy. I was a little worried there because I really thought he was going to die, but I'm really happy he survived. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then the final, like, my last favorite scene was the end competition where, um, like, the series, they just went through, like, everyone's, like, story. Like, just in case you forgot, the, like, everyone's story, you got to say, like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, this happened. Oh, wow, look how far they came. Like, you saw all these. And I feel like it ended on a good note. And I love the message at the end that said, there is one thing that we must remember in our lifetime. We weren't born into this world to suffer or feel miserable. We were born to be happy. And I feel like that whole thing really summed up the entire show and the message of what they were trying to get to everyone. Because everyone, yeah. They went through some tough times, but at the end, you saw them laughing and giggling with everyone and just having a good time at the competition. Everyone just looked so happy and everything was just like resolved. Also, I want to say also I like how this competition, um, Sona showed up and like everybody was like looking at her like, who is she? <laughs> Introduce us to her. <laughs> that was cute. He was teasing. So- 
Yeah, it was so cute. And they gave her a uniform. They're like, okay, we're going to share with us. Let's go. And so I thought that was so cute. So yeah, those were all my little favorite scenes. Um, I just also want, I just wanted to add to like the last scene. I thought it was so funny mm-hmm. when, um, was it Hyun Queen? She had just one from like wrestling and like in one of, and I can't remember what his name was, but the one, the guy that she, I guess, was supposed to marry like a long time ago, but they didn't end up getting married. Young, uh, uh, Young Ju's father, he yeah. started going up there to hug her, and she would swat him away, <laughs> and she just went to the, the banker guy, Hansu, and, like, wanted him to, like, pick her up to celebrate. <laughs> I was like, girl, even after all this time. <laughs> that was hilarious. That so, was like, so yeah, funny. Okay. So she still has some sort of attraction to him. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. Understandable, I guess. <laughs> um... And I just wanted to add in that I also agree about the de- the visualization of depression. That was the first time I had seen depression being expressed in like a visual way too, I guess. Because um, like you said, people would normally just be like, you know, this person has depression. But you, I feel like if you've never gone through that, you don't really know. Or if you think you haven't gone through that, but you don't really know exactly what that what it really means and what it's like and yeah to see everything like literally go black for her mm-hmm. even in the daytime or to see like her clothes like being soaked or whatever mm-hmm. I think it was her clothes just would get soaked at times just like wow like I can't imagine what that was must be like and she had said that she's felt that way since her dad had um died by suicide mm-hmm. so I don't know that's kind of it was all sad but um but but like you said um I don't know kudos to the background back backup team the team <laughs> behind those visuals out of who they what they're called but that was amazing and I think that that was the point where I was like okay I really like this show like this I knew when I saw that her story I was like yeah this is gonna be something different like this <laughs> is going to be one of probably the best dramas that I probably will will ever see um anyways yeah that's what I was gonna add okay so worst scenes so now we're gonna get into the scenes that we didn't really like um I don't know worst scenes make it sound so bad but really it's the scenes that we didn't really like um or that didn't really mm, yeah I guess the scenes we just didn't like I guess um for me it was um I have a few um first one was when Jungkook was talking about her struggles with her sister knowing that her sister was right outside the house and could hear everything she was saying and you mm-hmm. knew she could hear her because she started like cheering up herself like I don't know I just thought that part was like pretty heartbreaking because it's like she really felt because it's like I think this was the I don't know if it was the first time but at this point like you could see that not only did this did Jungkook feel burdened but you can you could tell that her sister knew that she felt burdened, mm-hmm. and I I and I don't know, that was just really sad to me because I felt like I guess again like she's not I mean she's not her child but I it, it felt kind of like um like if a child figured out that their mother doesn't I don't know that their mother feels burdened with having them and that they wish that they never had them I don't know it just kind of felt. I kind of got those vibes when I got to that scene. Um, so that part was kind of difficult. Um, 
Also, another scene that was kind of uncomfortable um, for me was when Hamsu was having that dilemma in the hotel about whether or not to sleep with Yuni. So he basically rekindled his relationship with her in order to get money for his daughter's golf lessons. And so that part was really kind of uncomfortable because it's like she's over here thinking, you know, he's separated, he really likes her, and this is like her moment, and they're really going to be together, they're going to be a couple. Um, And then he's in the other bathroom of, of in the bathroom of his hotel room I guess and just like trying to decide like am I going to go through with this am I going to tell her the truth and da, da, da. And the whole that whole situation just felt like really uncomfortable and really like and I guess it was meant to feel that way especially mm-hmm. when when she figured out like oh no he's lying to me after she saw the pictures of him and his family and like they're not separated at all they're actually I mean they're not in the best like they're not you know in the best, um, what's the word? They're not, you know, uh, they're not in the best circumstances or situations or whatever, but um, they're not separated. So I don't know, but when, but when he came in and she fit and after she had figured out what was going on and they were sitting on the couch together, I was just sitting there like, this is awkward. This is so awkward. Like what, mm-hmm. what's gonna happen? So anyways, yeah. So I think that just, made me uncomfortable their whole trip kind of made me uncomfortable because we know as viewers that his intentions for going on that trip with her were not pure from the beginning and so yeah I didn't like that um and oh and then the third one that I had was um when Minsona had jumped into the water mm-hmm. I was just like oh my god does she just kill herself um I don't know that was just that was that was that was yeah that was a lot it was very emotional um but you know we later found out that you know she's okay well at least you know she didn't she's not you know dead so that was good but when she heard the act of her doing it it was just like wow she really like doesn't want to live um which is really sad Mm-hmm. Um, because she has a whole child, and I felt like her. Okay, I'm not gonna go into her story, but like, I mean, okay, well, long story short, but I was gonna say just I just but um, I just felt like if she had done that, it would have been kind of like repeating a cycle that she experienced with her dad, and so I didn't think that was fair to her son. But I guess people in her situation, maybe they 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 think I don't know. I was thinking maybe she was just thinking about the present and, but I I felt like it was kind of selfish. I don't know if that's bad to say, but I felt like her making that decision in that moment was kind of selfish because she has a son who still loves her. So I'm glad she was okay after jumping into the water. But that whole scene was just like, I wish it didn't happen, but you know, it did. And yeah, that's all I was going to say. Also, kind of what you mentioned about her jumping, even um, Don Suk, I think he even mentioned that. He was like, do you want your son to go through the oh, same yeah. thing that you went through? And it's just like, oh. But I feel like... Okay, hold on. I'm about to get into her for a second. But I feel like he was the person that she needed to be with all along because her husband... Well, I guess her ex-husband by that point by that point because I think they got a divorce 
mm-hmm. just felt like he gave up on her too where i feel like in that situation well okay i feel like he was just like oh you need to go get help if you're not gonna get help i don't want to stay here like, you need to go get help where i feel like he never took the opportunity to like help her in a way it was just more so like just do do it on your own when it's just like well if you see that she's struggling maybe help her and maybe he was just a little nice about it or he had been with her so long that he was just like over trying to help her but I'm just really happy that she came in contact with um Dung Suk again because he he really pulled her out of it well not out of it because she was still struggling with it but she he definitely gave her like a different perception on what she was struggling with and that she could actually she could actually I guess live with it but just know like a proper way to manage it with help as well and to take like the right steps so yep 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 that's all I wanted to say about that I just I wonder if it's because Dong Sook also had issues too and like and so maybe she could I agree that she should have probably been with him from the beginning I guess is what I was should have prefaced that by saying um but because I wonder if it's because he also had his own issues that he was trying to overcome too and I feel like he did kind of understand her a bit more I feel like her husband because I just felt like the way her husband seemed ex-husband I guess (laughs) seemed was like he wanted which was it was always strange to me that he knew she had depression when they first got together Mm -hmm. and he still wanted to be with her but like you said it seemed like he just kind of was over it because I felt like he had wanted like a perfect kind of life I don't know the way that he seemed and she just seemed like you know both of my parents are healthy and da, 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 and they're married and so they can take care of the son and I'm gonna go off to work for eight hours and I, I don't I don't know it's just it seemed like he had wanted like a perfect like typical life and she wasn't able to give that to him and he started like and that's probably when he started like being over it whereas with Dong Sok his whole like life is kind of unconventional like I don't know like the man drives around on a truck full of random goods all day like I don't know I just feel like it's kind of an unconventional uh, uh, occupation and they just seem like a better fit yeah um anyways that's all and he didn't care he just really did not care about anybody else he's like I'm gonna believe what I want to believe I'm gonna say what I want to say yeah, her husband seemed like her ex husband. I keep saying her husband. I know <laughs> her, he seemed like the type that that cared what people thought. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Okay. So, what scenes? Um, did you? <laughs> some scenes did you not like or, or or yeah? Um. So I would say that like these aren't scenes that I didn't like or like were worse scenes, but ones that really made me feel like some sort of way but not in like a positive way um but the first one was when um Komiran um slapped Unhui while she was at the park fighting um Youngbo's the bank worker's wife like I don't know like like what was she slapping her for I think that's like, that's where I was like I understand that she I think at that point she had read her journal and she um and she had like really asked her like oh is there something that I didn't do and on who wouldn't say anything um so I don't know if she was frustrated about it but like how are you gonna slap your best friend that's messed up and truly and honestly their whole story just kind of made me slightly uncomfortable because like on always had to like walk on eggshells kind of when she was with her or just like 
be okay with being spoken down to which is like so different from up until that point what we saw her as after like you know the whole thing with um the 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 guy that had the fam the golf child I can't remember his name (laughs) (laughs) that was a golfer but they seem like I don't know she just seems so like strong like she just seems so strong and just like she wouldn't let people walk all over her but I guess it's just because of their childhood and you can you see their whole story anyways and so you can kind of see how she ended up being that kind of person with her but I don't know that their whole story was just like I wish just just talk like I think that's the issue she was just too too afraid to like tell her bad things she only wants to tell her good things um but I just yeah that was just a whole thing (laughs) so that was one that like just made me feel some type of way um and the second one that really stood out that made me uncomfortable was when um we find out why I don't know if it made me uncomfortable it just made me really sad um but when we find out why um Ingwan and Hoshik stopped being best friends um and it was because Ingwan called Hoshik a dirty a dirt poor loser in front of um Yongju, Yongju, my bad. Um, and it's it's so crazy because like to Enguan, I know that definitely was just like something small that he just kind of like said in passing. He probably forgot all about it, but like it really stuck with Hoshik, and it was just like, dang, like that's why you guys aren't friends anymore. And but when he explained it, he was just like, you know, like you you're my best friend, like you were the person that like you know he depended on, the, like he was the person that he depended on him the most like they were like tight like when you see their whole story about how like they've saved each other in multiple situations they had each other's back you even see the part which i thought was so cute where they were like oh when our kids get older we need to be in-laws but then like they ended up being in-laws and i thought that was oh my god but um, (laughs) but that part was just really sad to me because it's like that's what happened like just because you wanted to be like even though he was just sick and tired of him gambling away everything but like he just like did that in front of his child. And I was just like, oh, that's so sad. Um, so yeah, that's the second one. Okay, my last one, the very last one, is when um Young ban- abandoned her sister, um, Yonghui when they were little, like abandoned her on the train. And like <sighs> I felt so bad. In that moment, I was like, oh my god, did she just like leave her there? And then when her sister finally realized that um Yongook left her I was like oh my god that's so sad like what is she gonna do is she gonna leave with me luckily she went back and got her because she felt bad but still and I was just like and I was just thinking that like I understand how she must have felt but like to abandon her her sister like that is just crazy um but later in the show I think this is why this all really got me because later in but you know what Melissa I agree with you I'm just gonna say this because their whole relationship really had me in like heartstrings because, because with later on when um because young thought like homegirl forgot about it she forgot about the whole thing but she said she remembers it all she was like you abandoned me that day you left me didn't you and then she's like oh she remembers she must she remembers more than i thought she does and i was just like oh my god I was like, she must feel horrible. She must feel so bad to think all these things that she, like all the bad things that she did. I know she tried to cover it up by doing like probably nice things for her whenever they were together, but mm-hmm. just to think, 
to think that her sister all these years were sitting here thinking about all the bad things that happened it was just like and the guilt that her her older sister must have felt by like being a burden to her and then like it was just a lot I don't know I'm going through it but it was just like I just hated it because like it's just sad so So that's that's those were like my worst scenes I kind of low-key feel like we should have did the worst scenes before our favorite scenes (laughs) it's kind of sad but it's okay at the end of the day their relationship was good you know she I think she was she even came back for the competition at the end and they were reading and I think part of their relationship really became stronger because of um Yongjun the the captain like he I feel like he was like there to help and like pull them together and say like you know it's okay you guys can work through this like you guys can live your lives and be cool and you guys won't be a burden on each other so yeah and I just want to add like also like I um and I think him always like reassuring um Yonggook that you know he's still gonna be there for Mm -hmm. her or with her because I think that's something she was she was really like anxious about the whole time when her sister was there and Jungjun is it is how you say Jungjun okay um and the the whole time that her sister was there, I think she was anxious that Jungjun was gonna like get tired of her, her sister or like be see how much of a burden she actually is, and mm-hmm. and so him like being nice to her and like continually reassuring Jungkook that you know it doesn't really matter to me about your sister or whatever. Um, I think that helped ease her um, anxiousness also because she had mentioned that like pretty much every other guy that she was with. Mm-hmm. left her because of her sister so which is really crappy but um yeah I just wanted to add that in like I, I thought that that her back to like his reassurances part um there's something else I was gonna say okay well I, I'll say it when we're at the end but so uh the last part of the reviews we're gonna talk about the OST for the drama um so for me you know i i felt like there were great songs throughout the series um but one of my favorites was with you um by ha sungun and jimin of bts um but you know it's not just because jimin is in the song you know i think it generally is just a really great song and i thought it was the perfect backdrop to Sunna's story lines her storyline just felt like it was just, it's a very like and honestly when I first heard it I didn't even know like who was on the story who was part of the song I guess I thought it was a really pretty song because it's just very sweeping and like dramatic and kind of sad and it ma- I feel like it matched because I think it, it, the first time that we heard the song was when we first saw the visualization of um Sona's depression and so like it just all came together for me I don't know so it's a great song but there's a couple other songs in the um soundtrack that um I thought were really good um there's just yeah great songs what about you yeah I really like this this OST it's one of my favorite ones um we even purchased the um the actual like 
packaged album for it. And so I was really happy because I agree with you with with you is like an amazing song. And I like how not only was it played in Sona, but I think it was also played in um Young Young and Jung Choo's um relationship. But I feel like it just played when like there was like a really sweet romantical moment happening. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why I said romantical but like <laughs> I mean, that's okay. <laughs> but, like, you guys understand, right? <laughs> but it's just really pretty I just feel like the the I don't know what are they sound tech sound people <laughs> <laughs> whoever chose the soundtrack and when to play what song when did very good again the background people you kudos to you again because it was just so your name. it was so good because like they some like the song just added like you knew when you heard a certain song you were like oh this is gonna be this kind oh this is gonna be so good um and with okay when I was talking about we purchased the album I was a little upset that Quando 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 was not on there but because like I feel like that was also played at a couple pivotal moments within um Mm -hmm. the series but it could just be like a copyright thing because it's technically like not their song I mean I don't know how many other songs are from other people but it's an old song basically um and a lot of people have done like different renditions of it so yeah that all being said I think not only was it OST but the package that we got beautiful and amazing and I loved it all so yeah that's all I had to say about the um OST uh is there well I mean okay wait there's one thing I wanted to mention that I didn't mention before um (laughs) Before we end the episode, uh, I just wanted to say that one of my other favorite scenes was when um, Young Go met Jung Jung Jun's um, parents because, like, mm. at first she was like, "They don't like me. Like, maybe I should go. Like, what's?" And then, like, when when I think the mom mm-hmm. gave her like a chicken leg or something, it was like something, it was like a piece of food, and she was like, "Eat up." She was like. I, I couldn't imagine being in your shoes and, and how to take care. And I was just like, oh, she does like her. She does accept her. And I was like, oh, and she was like, sit comfortably, sit comfortably. Because before she was like sitting on her knees and I was like, oh. And so I was like, oh, they, they approve. I'm so happy because that's like one thing she was really worried about. And so, yeah, I just want to say that was one of my other favorite scenes. Melissa, do you have anything else to say about anything? Um. Yeah, I meant to say earlier because we we had done the favorite scenes first, and then we did mm-hmm. the worst scenes second. But also, one scene that I did really like was when <sighs> Youngju. I think this was before this the their um, classmates had uh, uh, said you know that they wanted them to stay in the school. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I think she was walking somewhere. I don't know where she was walking somewhere under the school or something. Anyway, she was pregnant. She was walking. And she saw Min Sona, um, and like, and she and they, their like interaction was so cute because I think mm-hmm. Sona had like asked her if she could like touch her belly, and it was just the first time that someone like said had said something positive about her pregnancy, mm-hmm. and I think it just helped reaffirm that what she was doing, that the decision that she was making about being pregnant and keeping the baby was like the right decision. 
or a good decision uh, because she didn't say anything bad when she touched the belly. She was like, oh, congratulations or something mm-hmm. like that she had said. But anyways, I just thought that was really nice because that was like the first positive experience. I was like, yeah, it's going to be okay. But yeah. Okay, wait, wait, one more thing that I thought was funny. When she was when she was actually having a baby, when the two dads were sitting outside crying. Oh my God. And when we, and, and when we got there and she was like, what's happening? Is something, what? And they're like, she... She and then I can't remember what they said. I don't know if she's like, oh, they're having the baby, or like she's she's in she's experiencing contractions, or she's in pain, or something. Yeah, they're saying she was in pain. Okay, and she was like, that's what you guys are crying about. She's like, yeah. I was about to have a heart attack. I thought something bad happened to her because I when I saw them, I was like, oh my god, what happened? Did she die? Yeah, like what's going on? Did the baby not make it? Like what's Oh my gosh! And then they're just like, "She's good. She's in so much pain." I'm just like, "Oh my god, man! Oh my god!" <laughs> and then her boyfriend. Or I guess. I guess at that point, he was her husband. Because at some mm-hmm. point, we didn't even see the wedding. It's no. just, the next episode, they're like, "Oh yeah, they're married." Mm-hmm. It's like okay. Um, he wasn't even saying like, "Well, let's just get a C-section. You're in so much pain." <laughs> oh my god, they're such wimps. I thought I was so cute though. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. They were being so dramatic when they were taking her away to the delivery room. Yeah. I was like, you would think she's about, to, I mean, to be fair, I guess it is, that is a concern, I guess, when whenever, especially she was so, since she was so young, mm-hmm. I, I guess there is always going to be some risk to pregnancies, but like the way they made it seem, it was like, she was like literally on her deathbed and like, mm-hmm. if she didn't have the surgery, she was going to die. Yeah. I'm like, women go through this every day. Yeah. That was hilarious stuff. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. One more thing. <laughs> One more thing, and then I'm done. But it's also about this hospital scene because I thought it was just like a cute little pivotal moment where like her dad couldn't go back with her, but her husband was going. And so I was like, oh, it's like a passing of responsibility. And he has to let his little girl go. And it's just like, because you could see how close they were. Like sometimes, you know, they argued yeah. or whatever. And he was upset. But you knew at the end of the day, her dad had her back. He yeah. was going to be there for her no matter what. Um, even though he was trying to play tough. But we we all knew he was going to play tough with her all the whole time. But I don't know. I just felt like that was just like a cute little pivotal moment where it's just like he had to let go. And now it's his his like the dad's time. Not the not the, her dad. But um what was what was the baby's name? father? Yeah, the baby's father. What was his name though? Hyun? Yes. Yes. Um when Hyun he went in and he was able to move on and be the person that's supposed to be there for her and take care of her. And he quit school for this girl and was just going to go get um, his GED. Wasn't he the top student and then she was the second? Wait, or was it the other way around? She was the top student. He was, like, the second. Okay. So, yeah. Like, he's, he's super smart. And for him to just, like, give it up like that, he's just like, yeah, whatever she needs, she gets. And she's just like, and I loved her because she was still determined. She was like, I can go to college and I can yeah. be a mom. Yeah. Like, there's, I can do it all. Like, I'm Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> she had a whole, she had it all planned out. But this, knowing that she's a top student, I mean, like, mm-hmm. that's, I, that's kind of expected. Yeah. Um, okay. I think that's all I had to say. <laughs> it basically gave up the whole series. I mean, just their part. I mean, there's a lot of other parts we could have talked about as well. But I just feel like their story. I mean, I did mention that like their story was one of my favorites. But um, their story just really like sticks with you. It could just because they're like so young, 
and like to see them go through so much in that moment like just like ah. um but yes do you have anything else to say about anything that we talked about j-hope sumi our blues like anything um nope i don't have anything more to say okay well people listening thank you for listening through this um we have actually come to the end of the episode we have no more to add um but we would love to know um what did you think about j-hope and sumi's singles that came out how do you feel about the k-drama art blues um let us know your answers you can add us on instagram and twitter at the underscore am podcast the link's are always in the description um if you like this episode please subscribe and rate us thank you for joining us for this episode we hope you stay safe and we will talk to you next time